All right, shall we say good morning, good morning. Let us begin. Beautiful daf ahead of us today to thank our sponsor, our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Cheshvan. To thank Yanki and Eliza Statman and Yitzi and Rebecca Statman for dedicating the shiur in this month in commemoration of the first yard site of their sister, Menucha Sheindel Yehudis Zichron Levracha Bas David Yosef. To thank Shmuel and Rabin Karabkin for dedicating the shiur this month in commemoration of the 25th yard site of Rabin's mother, Pesa Mira Bas Chaim Zichron Levracha. We hope that in the merit of our, ta- excuse me, our Talmud Torah, the Neshamas will have an aliyah and the families in Nechama. With that, let us begin. Great daf ahead of us today. Really great daf. So we'll say today's daf is Chavchas 28. We are picking up the Merit Hashem at the Mishnah on Chavzayin Amud Beis 27b. Three lines up from the bottom. Says the Mishnah, No drin lahargin ulacharamin ulamochsin. So we'll say this is a very interesting case. In this case over here, so what's happening? A person is being threatened with the seizure of property. So what they're going to do is, they're essentially going to lie. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Okay. They're, wow, okay, I didn't even think about that until now. Good. They're essentially going to lie to go ahead and, and save their property. But the way they're going to lie is by the making of a false nether. But again, this is an unlawful, they're trying to save themselves from an unlawful seizure of property. So they're going to make a nether to go and attest to a truth that is not really true in order to convince the person not to seize their property. That's the backdrop. Watch this. Okay, so notion, you can make a nether, laharagin, to someone who's going to kill you, lechamramin. Haramin, ultimately, again, is a robber. Again, we'll define these terms. Ulamuchsin, tax collector. Now, we'll say, let me draw your attention for a moment to Rashi. Take a look at Rashi on the right hand, on the left hand side. Lahargin, Rashi says, Shuhoregal iske mamon. This is talking about someone who will kill someone else for money. Okay, so what's happening? Shame bala hargo. So we'll say, so let's say again, someone comes to, someone, so this, this Hargin comes to seize my money, seize my property. So what happens? They both say, obviously, if he's literally going to kill me, then, then this whole thing, of course, is not a shayla, right? We're talking about someone who is known to use force in order to extract money. So what's the halacha? Yachalader alzeh, shu truma, yomer neder zeh alai im eno shal truma, af api she'eno shal truma, Actually, let me read the rest of the Mishnah. Sorry. Here's the case. Here's the case. Someone comes to me. They want to go ahead and seize, let's say, my produce. Right? So I go ahead and I go ahead and I tell... I tell the individual that you don't seize this produce, it's truma. Or it belongs to the king. Belongs to the king. Now I will say, now how do I back up that statement? So the way I back up that statement is I say that ultimately, again, if this is not truma, then all of the fruit of the world should be usher to me. So in other words, I'm backing up this statement. I'm backing up this statement with a nether. So the nether, obviously, what's interesting about this is who is the who is the Hargin, Harman, and Muhsin? Who are these people? They're Jews. They're Jews. That's what we're talking about over here. So remember again, so I have a Jewish thief that's coming to me. I said, listen, don't take that. That's truma. So mostly you see yourself, but the guy's a thief. What is it gonna matter if it's truma? I will say, understand. All of us live with inconsistencies. Right? And the way it works with inconsistencies is, right, I'm very mock on this, but could care less about this. So there are people 
who could care less about theft. But it doesn't mean that they're going to go ahead and eat trua. Right? So again, it sounds strange, but Lamaisa, we all do it. Careful with this, totally reckless with this. So, so over here, so I'm, tell, so I'm telling the thief, I'm telling the thief, listen, don't take that produce, it belongs to the king. Right? Don't take that produce, it's truma. And the way I back up that statement is with a nether. Literally, all the produce of the world should be ushered to me if this thing that you're about to seize is not truma. So that's, that's how I show the veracity of my claim. So that's Hargin. Look at the next Rashi, Haramin. Shulistim ba'alma Haramin are just good old thieves. They don't kill. They don't kill. They just steal. In other words, they, they, they won't, they won't kill anyone, but they'll just steal. And muhsin. Rashi says over here is is a tax collector, tax collector who wants to go ahead and not only take taxes but also wants to seize my produce. So now, once again, Rashi says So the idea over here is the idea over here is that I'm taking a nether to back up a false claim. So the Mishnah says, the Mishnah says that I'm allowed to go ahead and do this. And do this. And I will say, why am I allowed to do this? So if Rashi points out over here, this falls into the category also of Nidre Onsen. And I will say, if you notice, by the way, this is a little bit different. Because what was our previous definition of Nidre Onsen? How do we define Nidre Onsen? Right? So Nidre Onsen was, right, I make a neder that I want Shimon to come to my house. I want Ruben to come to my house for lunch. Right? And, and, and Ruben, if you don't come, all of my property is ushered to you. Then what happens? Then what happens? So, so Ruben, the subject of the nether, experiences an ones and is unable to comply. In this, this right? So the, so the typical case of Nidre Onsin is that the subject of the nether is the one who experiences the ones. This is a different kind of case because who, who's experiencing the ones over here in this case in our Mishnah? Who is it? The vower himself. Right, the vow himself, I, I, the one making the vow, and, and experiencing the only extenuating circumstance, and therefore I'm making a false nether, a false nether, in order to go ahead and preserve my property. So another example of Nidre Onsen. So what's the, what's the scope of this? This is actually quite interesting. Bishama, Bishama says, Bakol Nodrin, the truth is you could do, you could do anything, right? You could, you could do, you could, in other words, literally Bakol Nodrin means you can make a nether, or you can make any kind of nether, top of Chafchas, even, even, I'm sorry, chutz mimishvua. So Beishamah says, look, you can make, you can make this false nether, right? You can make this false nether, it's nidre onsen, no problem, in order to preserve your property. What can't you do? You can't make a shvua. can't make a shvua. So you cannot utilize a shvua for something like this. Or Beishamah says, no, af bishvua. So what's says, actually very interesting. Beishamah says, you can even make a false shvua in order to go ahead and back up the claim. So I'll say, so look, look at the Ran for just a moment. Tap Ran of Chafchasamadalif. Chotzim b'shvua. Dechamira dechsev lo yinaki. So Beishamai says, you can't use a shvua, why not? Because a shvua is more chamer than a nether. So therefore, again, cannot go ahead and use a shvua. So, so both say, so fundamental machlokis over here. So now you've got, so now, first statement of the Mishnah, you can go ahead and use this in the Onsen. You can make a false nether to preserve your property. Can you make a shvua? Beishamai, no. Beishilal, yes. Let's go back there. Beishamai Omrim, listen to this on both sides. This is interesting. Furthermore, Beishamai Omrim, lo yiftach lo benedar. So I say, Beishamai go ahead and they also say, you should not offer the nether. In other words, in Beishamai's model, the way this works is like this. 
someone, we'll call him Ruvain, is coming to seize my property. So he's one of these Haragin, right? Charmin or Muxin. He's coming to seize my property. So what happens? I say, no, 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 it's Truma. It's Truma. So what, what, so what does Ruvain say? Make a nether. Make a nether. I, le- I learned Dafyomi, even though I'm a thief, right? I learned Dafyomi, right? So Lamai again, I know how serious Nedarim are. Make a nether saying that if this is not Truma, you will become answer to all the produce in the world. Okay, I can make the nether. So Bishamai says, however, the only way to make the nether in this situation is if it, the nether comes at the behest of the thief. In other words, I can't willingly volunteer to make a false nether. Basil says, no, not true. You could even offer up the nether. In other words, after, you, after I go ahead and I say, Ruvain, no, 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 don't steal his property, it's Truma, I can offer up the nether in order to bolster my false claim. My false claim. So the Gemara says as follows. So that's Machlokas. So we'll say, so Machlokas number one. So again, everyone's agreeing on the premise, right? That Halach so you can make a false nether, what we call Nidre Onsin, in order to safeguard your property. Can you make a Shavua, a false Shavua? Beishamai, no. Beishilel, yes. Can you proactively offer up the nether to the thief in order to bolster your, in order to bolster your position? Beishilel, yes. Beishamai, no. Another machlokis. Here we go. Beishamai omrim b'mashu madiro u'beisila omrim af b'mashe inu madiro. So we'll say this is fascinating. So let's let's go with the approach over here. Let's go with the approach over here that it was the thief who initiated the nether. Thief who initiated the nether. Okay, we'll say this is fascinating. So let's say right. So let's just play this out. Right. I'm sitting in my house by my own business. Ruben the thief comes in. He wants to steal produce. Uh, the way I try to save my produce is by telling him, don't steal it, it's truma. It's truma. Okay. So what happens? See, he obviously doesn't believe me. So what happens now? So I'll say, in this case, he's telling me, fine, silver, make a nether. Make a nether. So we'll say, so now watch this. We'll frame the case in just a moment. Let's say he tells me to make a nether, and he tells me to make a particular nether, and I add on to that nether. I say, of course, and I'll, I'll, I'll even make it stronger. So both say, so watch this. So Beishamai says, Beishamai says, if I make the nether as he proposed it, then ultimately, again, it's Nidre Onsen, not binding. But anything I add on to that, I am bound by. Beishilo says, no. Even if you add on, the entire nether takes on the status of Nidre Onsen, and therefore, ultimately, again, is not a problem. So both say, watch this, Kate. That's such a good case. Kate, what's a good example of this? Kate said, uh, so we'll say, listen to this. So let's say, let's say what happens. So let's just play this out. I'm in my house. Ruben's coming to take my produce. I say, Ruben, no, 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 don't take it. It's truma. Ruben says, okay, I want you to take the following nether. Take the following nether. That halacha lemaisa. If that your wife, right? Your wife will be usher to you. If this is not truma. That's, that's the nether that Ruben wants me to take. So I take the nether and I say, do you want even better? Right? I take a nether that, I, that neither my wife or my children will get any hana from me if this is not truma. So what did I just do? I added on my kids. I added on my kids. So now, both sides, now again, remember, Reuben the thief never put the kids in the nether, right? It was just about the wife. He put in the kids. I, I put in the kids. So now what's the status? Well, listen to this. So Shammai says, Ishto muteres. So my wife is mother. Why? Because again, my wife is covered under Nidre Onsin. Ubana Vasurin. 
Veishama says, why did you add on your kids? Right? You add, me, me adding on my kids, that was of my own volition, of my own choice, and therefore that part of the nether will actually be binding. Obeisil and Beisil says, no, elu elu mutarin. Both are going to be mutar, because Beisil sees this generally all, all ensconed, right? Within Nidre Onsen. So here we'll say again, let's chazer the Mishnah once more. So here's what we have. Mishnah's introducing us to a new type of Nidre Onsen, different than the previous Mishnah. In this case, again, I'm trying to preserve property. I essentially make a false nether in order to bolster a false claim. All of it being made in order to preserve my property. Mishnah says, it works. It works. Okay, now three machloks in Mishnah Mesilo. Can you make a false shvua in order to bolster your false claim? Beishamai, no. Beishila, yes. Now, okay, that's Machologus 1. Machologus 2. Can I, in order to safeguard my property, proactively offer to make a nether? Beishamai, no. Beishila, yes. In a case where the thief is telling me I have to make a nether, he tells me to make nether A, but I, play, I make nether A plus B. What's the status? Beishamai says you're on the hook for B, for the, for the plus B. Basil says, no, it's all called Nidre Onsen. Beautiful. What a good Mishnah. Good Mishnah, good. We'll say Gimara. Varmer Shmuel. So we'll say, see, now listen to this. What's interesting in the Mishnah is that Halokha Lamaisa, the Mishnah grouped three types of people together. Right? Hargin, which is a thief who will kill, right? If he doesn't get what he wants. Charamin, um, who is someone who's going to steal, but he's not going to kill. And Muchsen is a tax collector. So the Gemara says, tax collector, Varmer Shmuel, Dina Malchusa Dina. Honestly, why are you putting this tax collector in there? If the tax collector is showing up, right, and the tax collector is collecting taxes, you know, even Jews have an obligation to pay taxes, right? In other words, that, that, right, everybody has to pay taxes. So what's, like, what's, what's, what's the pshat? Why, in other words, why would I be permitted to go ahead and lie about the status of the produce and it sounds like get out of my tax obligation, right? Dina Damachus Adina. So says the Gemara, says the Gemara, um, so it's actually very interesting. So what are you talking about over here? If you look at the Ran for just a moment on the left-hand side, about three lines into the short lines, this is talking about a tax collector who just collects whatever he wants. He collects whatever he wants. So we'll say, that's no longer, that's no longer Dina Damachusadina. Like Dina Damachusadina is, the government says, you have to pay X. Because you have to pay X, but there's a kitzvah. Any tax that essentially is, is, is without, without end, and without any type of amount, but, but again, up to the volition of the tax collector, that's not a just tax. And we'll say, by the way, this is actually an interesting discussion in general about Dina Damachusadina, only applying to laws which are quote-unquote just. Just. In other words, the law itself has to have a basic legal precedent and be rooted in a normative legal framework. If something is just arbitrary or potentially despotic, then at the end of the day, that doesn't fall under Dina the Mahusadina. So if you have a tax collector who's just collecting whatever he wants, however he wants, whenever he wants, that's not Dina the Mahusadina. That's not a law in which a person is obligated to go ahead and, and abide by. And that's why the Ran says over here, he says, that's not Dina. What do we call that? Ella? Chamsanusa. Chamsanusa. He will say, what's Chamsanusa? Chamsanusa is theft. That's called theft. 
And therefore, ultimately, again, theft does not have the obligations, ultimately, of Dina de Mahuza Dina. There happens to be a lot on this page to talk about this. Tulsus has an interesting piece about this. The Rush has an interesting piece about this. We're just going to go right there. So the Gemara says, Or the Berabiyane Amar, Bimucha Sa'omim says, It's even better. Who's the tax collector we're talking about? A self appointed tax collector. That's a good job. Right? In other words, he just woke up to say, you know, I'm the tax collector. The common denominator amongst these two answers is, this is not the normative established collecting of taxes. If it was, if it was, I would be obligated to pay it. See there again, this is some type of just arbitrary tax collection that is not, by the way, you know, Jews were subject, Jews were subject to, for, for centuries, to this type of tax collection. Ultimately, again, we're just at the whim of the collector, at the whim of the local parrots, at the whim of whoever it was, and it wasn't rooted, it wasn't rooted in any type of normative legal system. So that's not called Dina Dina. Self-appointed tax collector, Dina Dina Good, so let's go weiter. So it says, the Gemara, Remember again, so in the Mishnah, what am I doing? So let's go back to the original case. I'm sitting in my husband, my own business. Reuven shows up, right? Reuven shows up. Reuven is a thief. Whatever kind of thief he is. Or he's a self-appointed tax collector. He wants to seize my produce. I tell him, Reuven, no, 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 no. Don't take that. That's truma. Or, again, other, other possibilities, that belongs to the king. Bad idea to take it, okay? And then I take a neder to support that false king. Now, again, to be clear, I'm not taking... The neder is not... The neder is not... I take a neder that this is truma, right? Because, you know, that's not a neder. That could be a shvua. That could be a shvua. I swear that this is that this is truma, but that's not a neder. The neder in question is I'm taking a neder about something else, and I'm hinging that neder on the truth that this is truma. So now the Gemara says, "Hey, what's the what, what's the neder? What neder am I making in this case?" Here it is. Yasru peros haolam. The fruit of the world should become usher to me. Im Einon Shell Base Hamelech. If the, this produce doesn't belong to the king. So that's the nether I'm making, right? The produce of the world should become usher to me if this produce doesn't belong to the king. So, in other words, really what I'm saying is I'm so sure that this belongs to the king that the produce, that, that the Isra will not devolve upon me. Here's the Gemara. Here's the problem the Gemara says. Kevan Damri Asru, Isru Aleikal Pere Alma. But why doesn't that work? In other words, at the end of the day, once you go ahead and you say that the peros of the world should become usher to me, so why doesn't that trigger an iser? To which the Gibar says, Ba'omer, Ba'omer Hayom. All right, I will say, what's the case? What's the case? The case is where I say today. I was about to say, so the way I frame the nether is, the fruit of the world should become usher to me if this produce doesn't belong to the king. Today. All right, let me say, sorry. The produce of the world should be usher to me today if this is not the property of the king. So I'm like, really what the Gemara is entertaining is, maybe the nether does work, but what's, right, but what's my exposure? What's my exposure? One day, fine. So to safeguard my property, I'm not going to eat any produce that day. Fine, fine. So the Gemara says, one second. Kevan Damar Yasser, so the Gemara says, hayom muchas. I will say, so one second. At the end of the day, if that's the nether you're making, how is that going to help you with the thief? In other words, the pastos, the thief is an intelligent guy also. What did he hear? Right here, he heard me made a neder for one day. Shkoyach. Anyone can make a neder not to enjoy fruits for one day. For one day. So how is that going to get the thief off my back if all I'm doing is taking a one day neder? 
Ba'omer belibo hayom umotzi b'svas of stam. Wow, 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 wow. They will say, what's the case? What's the case? The case is where I tell Ruben, don't take the produce. Why? Because the produce is truma. The produce is truma. Ruben said, and I say, Ruben, I'm going to bolster with the nedah. What's the nedah? Ruben, right? all the produce of the world should become usher to me if this produce is not truma. Now, in my heart, I have in mind that what should be the duration of that nether, right? Today, today, right? Today, but ultimately, again, I don't articulate it, right? So, in other words, I make it tonight in my heart, not tonight, I make a qualification of the nether in my heart, but I do not articulate that qualification. I don't articulate it. So, so what's the chap? So, the Gemara says, listen to this. Listen to this. When it comes to Nidarim, I think I mentioned this in yesterday's year also, Mosai. When it comes to Nidarim, we go, and by saying by Shavuos, we go after what you say. We could, and it makes sense. We, we can't start go, we can't start trying to figure out what you're thinking, right? We have to go after what you say. We normally say, Dvarim Shebalev Enam Dvarim. So, what you're going to say, by the way, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this yesterday, but what a, what a, well, let's finish this up. So, even though normally we say, Dvarim Shebalev Enam Dvarim, when you make a nether, we don't look at what you're thinking. The only thing we focus on is what? Is what? Is what you're saying. Is what you're saying. So let me say again, Legabe Onsen Shaini. The exception to that rule will be a Nidre Onsen. Will be a Nidre Onsen. So what's interesting about this, the Gemara suggesting is, the nether that I make to safeguard my property, it kind of works. Right? And it kind of works. It does work. But it has limited fallout because in my heart, I'm qualifying it and saying that the nether should only last for one day. For one day. The chiddush over here is that I had in mind for the one day, but I did not explicitly articulate it. And even though when it comes to nedarim, if you don't explicitly articulate, it doesn't create a reality. Nidre onsen are different. And even a condition or a qualification that I have in my heart is enough to go ahead and be binding, even though I never articulate. I will say, incredible, absolutely incredible. But I will say also, it's important to gabe relationships. This idea, dvarim shebalev inam dvarim. One of one of the most important things in relationships is to make sure to articulate how you feel about someone you care about, whether it's your wife, or whether it's your children, or whether it's your parents, or whether it's your friends. Very often in life, we assume that people who we love know how we feel about them. They know, my wife knows that I love her. What does the Gordon Chazal tell us? Just because you think it, right? Just because you think it, that doesn't create reality. What creates realities? Words create realities. So if you have people in your life who you care deeply about, make sure to explicitly articulate to them often how you actually feel about them and do not rely on them knowing what you feel inside your heart. Such an incredible Gemara. Go, let's go back there. So I will say now, the Gemara gives a quote from the Mishnah. It's actually, it's interesting, actually, I don't know why, but it's like a six-line quote, pretty much requotes half of the Mishnah. So the Mishnah said, quote, in between the two dots, Bishamai Omrim, Bakol. So again, Bishamai Omrim, Bemedhu Madiro, Bemashu Madiro, Bishilo Omrim, Af Bishaino Madiro, Ketzad, Amr Lokonim, Ishti Nanisli, Ishti Ubanai Nanin Li, Beishamai Omrim, Beishamai Omrim, 
Ishto mutarev subana basur veisila omrim elu veelu mutarev. So remember again, what was this case? What was this case? So this was the case ultimately again, same case. I'm sitting in my house, minding my own business. Ruben comes in, wants to steal my produce. I say, Ruben, don't steal the produce. It's truma. What does Ruben say? Ruben says, I don't believe you. So he says, oh, no, I believe you. This is the thief telling me is I want you to take a nether. I say, fine. So what's the nether Ruben wants me to take? Ruben says, Konim ishti nanisli. I want you to take the following nether. That ultimately, again, if this produce is not truma, then what? Ultimately, your wife will be prohibited to you. Or he wants me to say, my wife will be prohibited in Hanah to me. Or I prohibit Hanah from myself to my wife. I say, no problem. I'll take it. And I'm also going to throw in my kids in there. My kids should also be usher off from me if this is not Shuma. So both say, so now what's the halacha? So Hishamah says, one second, who told you to put in your kids? Right? You chose to put in your kids. All right, I should say, I chose to put in my kids. Therefore, Allah myself, the nether is actually binding by my children. Basil says, no, even though I chose of my own volition to go ahead and put in my kids, it all falls under the umbrella of Nidre Onsin. And is not a problem. Okay, so let's analyze. So the Gemara says as follows: Tana lo So we'll say furthermore again. We learned in a brisa that what Beishamai says: Don't offer up a shvua. Don't offer up a shvua. Right. So the Gemara says. I'm sorry. So Beishamai lo yiftach lo b'shvua. Beisila omrim af yiftach lo b'shvua. So we'll say this is now another another interesting discussion over here. Can you offer up a shvuah? In other words, can I be proactive in offering up to take a shvuah to bolster my false claim? So Beishamai says, no. Beishamai says, yes. So the Beishamai says, this is interesting. The Beishamai, Beishvuahu delo yiftach, ha beneder yiftach lo. So we'll say, it sounds like according to this b'raisa, according to Beishamai, you can't offer up a shvuah. But what can you offer up? What can you offer up? A neder. Here's the problem that contradicts our Mishnah. Vahatnan, Beishamai says, you can't even offer up a neder, right? That was Beishamai. Beishamai says, you can only offer up a responsive neder, but you can't, you can't proactively offer up a neder. So what's going on? So I'm not focusing the Bryce and the Mishnah. The Bryce sounds like Beishamai says, you can't offer up a Shavuah. But ultimately, again, you can offer up a neder. Our Mishnah is according to Beishamai, you can't even proactively offer up a neder. Bisu, furthermore, Miftachud lo yiftach lo Furthermore, again, I will say, what does Beishamai prohibit? Beishamai says, you can't offer up a shvuah. You can't offer it up. But what does it sound like? That if the thief wants me to take a shvuah, ha, made our nadir a shvuah. And I will say, but if the thief asks me to take a shvuah, it sounds like what? I can't take it, according to Beishamai. Because Beishamai says, you can't proactively offer up a shvuah. But it sounds like if the thief asked me to take a shvuah, that in fact would be permitted. Vatran, here's the problem. Vatran, we learned. Beishamai Omrim, Bakon Odrin, Chutzmi Ushua. Yerevos in our Mishnah, Beishamai says, you can't take a Shavua at all. At all. So what's going on over here? To which the Gemara says, I will say, see here the Machlokas. So really, what we're, the Machlokas, the Sira, is really in the position of Beishamai. Because I have a Mishnah that indicates to me, Beishamai says, you can't take a, a Shavua at all, and you can't even offer up, you can't even offer up a Nether. A Bryce that seems to indicate, that you can't offer up a shvua, but what? You can't take a shvua if you're asked to, and you can offer up a neder. So what's going on over here? So here we go, Mosai. So Tanamas Nisin Beneder, Lodi Acha Kocha de Beishamai. So ultimately, Mosai, 
the Mishnah is framed in a way to tell us the position of Beishamai's position. Tell us to show the Beishamai's position. They both say, what's Beishamai's position? Beishamai says, you can't even offer up a nether. That's Beishamai's position. You can't even offer up a nether. Right? Now, we'll say, now obviously, so that's the position of Beishamai. Now, let's work from there. If I can't even offer up a nether, then it goes without saying what? I certainly can't offer up a shvua. Not only that, I'm not even allowed to take a shvua if asked. That's the sheet of Beishamai. And the Mishnah is phrased to express the strength of Beishamai's position. On the flip side, the Brais Rebosa is phrased in a way to express the strength of Beishamai's position. What does Beishamai say, Rebosai? You could even offer up a shvua. You could even offer up a shvua. So, say, so really, it turns out Beisham and Selah are on opposite ends of the spectrum over here. So let, let's, let's go through this for just a moment. Right? What does Beisham allow you to do? Right? What's the ceiling? Right? According to Beisham, what's the ceiling? What are you allowed to do? What are you allowed to do? If asked to take a nether, you could take a nether. Even knowing that it's a false nether to bolster a false claim, this is under Nidre Onsen. That's the ceiling. According to Beisham, you can't even offer up. You can't proactively offer to take a nether. And you certainly can't what? Shibu. Offer to take a shibua. That's the ceiling. Base hill, I'll say, what's base hill ceiling? Base hill ceiling is pretty dramatic. You could even offer what? Shibu. Even offer shua. You could even proactively offer a shua. So once I'm allowed to do that, I'll say, then pretty much again, I could do everything under it all. So obviously I could, I could proactively offer up a nether, and of course I could take a nether or a shua if asked to do so. Incredible. That's the machlokas. So it's Ravashi, Amar, Haki, Katani. Ravashi understands that we say the following, Beshamay, Omrim. So we'll say, this is actually interesting. It's not immediately clear what this has to do with the rest of the Gemara, but watch this. Shravashi says, this may be embedded in a different, in a different discussion. Take a look first at Rashi. At Rashi. Rashi says over here, Rashi, Ravashi, Amr, Hachi, Katani. We'll say it's about, I don't know, about 15 lines up from the bottom. Shravashi, Amr, Hachi, Katani. Hailo Yiftach, Debraisa. So we'll say, this is actually very interesting. So Rav comes along and he reads our Mishnah different. We'll say, if you just, if you keep your finger on the place, but you just go back to the top of the daf for just a moment. So we'll say, look at the second line, look at the second line into the Mishnah. So we'll say, this is very interesting. I'm sorry, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the incorrect, not the Mishnah, I'm sorry, the Brisa. The Brisa said, I'm sorry, the Brisa said, right at the beginning of the two dots, right? So up until this moment, before we get into Ravashi, how are we reading that phrase? What is Yiftach? How do you translate Yiftach? How do you translate Yiftach? Proactively offer. Proactively offer. So we were aligning this Brisa with our Mishnah. And when you combine the two, what you have over here is as follows. Basilo says, you can even proactively offer to take a Shvua, certainly proactively offer to take a Neder, and certainly responsibly offer a Neder or a Shvua. Beishamai telling me, the most you could do is reactively take a Neder. You can't proactively offer anything. Lo yiftach, anything, not Shvua, not Neder. Ravashi says, no. That's not what the Brisa means. The Brisa, when it says lo yiftach or yiftach b'shvua, is talking about something different. Back to Rashi. Hi lo yiftach the Brisa lo mashmen kidamin and de ba'on sin kai. 
Ravash is, why are you saying that the topic of this b'risa is nidre onsin? That's not the topic. Ela hai lo yiftach to be shamai savri, lo yiftach lo achacham pesach lecharoto, lishal al shavuoso, deim she'ela l'shavuo l'fnei achacham, veleka lamedak minei shum kusha. The Bosse Ravashi says, the b'risa talks about something totally different. When it says lo yiftach, the Bosse is talking about creating a pesach through charoto, for Shavuah. Let say, when we spoke about annulling a nether, so what did we discuss? What did we discuss? That there's, a, right, there are two ways effectively to, well, you could create a Pesach for annulment of a nether. say, what's one of the ways you could create a Pesach? Charata. Remorse. Remorse. So now, says Rav Ashi, there's a machlokis Beisham Beisilel, is there Charata by a Shavuah or not? In Posen, can you create a Pesach of Charata for a Shavuah? Beisilel. Says, yes? says, no. Take a quick look at the Ran. The Ran says, there's a much more, this is, the, the Bryce has nothing to do with our Mishnah, right? Rather, again, what the Bryce is talking about is in general, is there such a thing as creating a Pesach for the annulment of a Shvua, right? So Shammai says, no, Beis Hillel says, yes. Beautiful, Rabbi say, so now we close out this sugya. So here's what we're left with, Rabbi say. The, what the takeaway over here is that the Mishnah ultimately teaches us a new category of Nidre Onsin, a new category of Nidre Onsin, namely, again, Taking a neder or a shvua for that matter, because we passkin like basilo, pass like basilo, that Allah so you could take a neder or a shvua or a shvua in order to go ahead, a false neder or shvua in order to safeguard your property. We passkin pretty much like basilo the whole way through. Namely, you could proactively open or offer up the neder, right? Number two, you could even take a shvua, and ultimately, again, even if you are prompted by the thief to take a shvua and you added onto that shvua, even what you added on is under the umbrella of Nidre Onsen and therefore is not binding at all. Beautiful. Mishnah. So, Karban, So, we'll say, interesting case here. Interesting case. Right? I say, I, I make a nether. These saplings, or these, right? We'll, we'll use saplings, right? Nitios is a sapling. These Nitios ultimately, again, should be a carbon. If I do not cut them down. Okay, I'm about to say, take a quick look at the run for just a moment. Last run on the page. Right? Actually, let's let's. I'm sorry, I have to read a little bit more. So talis zukarban im enonis rafes. This talis, this cloak, should be like a carbon, meaning should be prohibited. Right? Should be prohibited if it's not burned. What's talacha? Yeshlan pidyon. Ultimately, again, they could be redeemed. Now, what does this mean? Take a look at the run. Now, look at the run. So, we'll say what it means is when I make this nether, right? When I go ahead and I make this statement, these saplings should be like a carbon, should have the kedusha of a carbon, if, right? If they're not cut down. If they're not cut down, in other words, if they remain in their uncut state, ultimately, again, they should have sacrificial kedusha, like a carbon, right? Or if this talus is not burned, Ultimately, again, it should be like a carbon. So what's talacha? Talacha is such a carbon designation works. In other words, in other words they, beca- they become consecrated. To the point, ultimately, again, that if you want to once again make them chulin, what do you have to do? You have to actually redeem them. So the Gemara says, fine. 
That's the case. That's the case. Harin lukarben ashitzu talus talus lukarben. Ah, fine. I mean, it's a yeshlem pinyon. Harin etios ha'el lukarben adshi katzitzu. So I say, if I say these netios should be a carbon until they are cut down, or talus zu carbon adsheti sarif, or this cloak should be like a carbon until it is burned. What's talacha amud bezer? I say, ain lahen pinyon. Ultimately, again, there is no redemption for these items. Okay, we'll see exactly. We'll see exactly what these cases mean in the Gemara. Let's analyze the listening kedushos, the in kedushos. So we'll say. So the first question the Gemara says is obviously in one case what you're saying is right. It is kadosh. Other case is saying it's not kadosh. Why do you phrase in terms of yeshlan pidyon? They can be redeemed and they can't be redeemed. In other words, we'll say what when you say or when you say something can be redeemed. That's another way of saying what? That it's kadosh, that it's holy. So it has a holy designation, and therefore, again, you can remove that holy designation or that consecrated designation through redemption. So why don't you just say it's kadosh? In other words, I'll say, focusing on the first case over here, I have saplings, and I say these saplings should be a carbon if they are not cut down, which I'll say ultimately means what? If they are cut down, then what? Then what? Then it's not a carbon, right? Then it's not a carbon. So why not just say that if they're not cut down, ultimately, again, they are kadosh. Why say yesh len v'yon? V'lisnei kedushos v'in kedushos. Ayvi dibay l'misna seifa e'in lehen pidyon. Because Rebbe say, since in the second case, we have to indicate that what? The items cannot be redeemed. Tana nami reisha yesh len We go ahead and we frame the reisha case as being a case, ultimately, again, where they do, can be redeemed. Okay, fine. So Rebbe say, so hechinada. The one says, I'm not clear on the nether, right? What, what exactly? You're like, yeah, me too, right? I'm not clear either. Right? So like, what is the nether that is being made over here? Hey, the nether. So here we go. Amar HaMemar. Ba'omer. Im enon niktsasos hayom. So we'll say, what's the case? I'm saying, if these saplings are not cut down today, they should be, what's the lashon? They should be carbon. Right? They should be like a carbon. So, in other words, obviously, we'll say, what, what am I doing? In other words, what's the point of this nether? What am I doing? I'm trying to go ahead and get these saplings cut down. Right? That, that, that's what I'm trying to do over here. And what I say is, if they are not cut down today, right? right? If ultimately, again, they're not cut down today, then ultimately, again, they should be a carbon. They should be a carbon. Um... Good. We'll say, take, take a look. Take a look for just a moment at the Ran. It's the second wide line. So the Ran says over here, What's really driving the Gemara is as follows. Saplings, right, ultimately, again, trees are ultimately cut down. So the tree is going to be cut down. So what's the case over here? The Kashle about Talis could skip a little bit. Um, actually, no, fine, that's good. Let's go back to the Gemara. So the Gemara says as follows. The case over here is, So the nether I'm making is, if these saplings are not cut down today, they should be like a carbon. Okay? And what happened? What happened? The day passed, and they were not cut down. So I was like, just to understand what's bothering the Gemara, right? What's bothering the Gemara is, if, if we just read the nether as it is, that what? If these are not cut down, they should be a carbon. The trees are ultimately going to be cut down. At some point, as Rebbe said, Gemara is operating under the assumption that people have trees for what purpose? For what purpose? 
For wood, right? For wood. So at some point in time, this tree is going to get cut down. So if I know that ultimately the tree is going to get cut down, what's the point of the nether? In other words, what is, what is the nether accomplishing? Uh, to which the Gemara says, no, 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 let's refine it a little bit. Amemar says, the case is where I say, if these saplings are not cut down today, they should become a nether. So what happens? Sure enough, the day goes by, the day goes by, and they weren't cut down. So we'll say, so now what's the halacha? The day goes by, they weren't cut down. What's the halacha? What's the halacha? What's the halacha? They're also, they're also, they're, co- they're carbon, they're carbon. So the Gemara says, okay, so I don't understand why, why does the Mishnah need this case? So we'll say, it seems like a pretty straightforward case. It doesn't really require inclusion in the Mishnah. So Pshita, Lotzricha, here we go. Sukumar says, you're right. What's the case? Kegom de Iga, Zeka Nefisha. Ooh. I will say, watch this. This is so exciting. What's the case? The case I'm talking about over here is where the day that I'm making the Neder, there's a very strong wind. And kind of what I'm assuming, I will say, what I'm assuming is what's going to happen over the course of the day. The wind is going to knock down the tree. So in other words, my intention over here when making this nether is that the trees themselves were going to get knocked over by the strong wind. And now what ends up happening? What ends up happening? They don't. They don't. Salah Lamaisa, the Mishnah tells me, therefore my nether goes into effect, and ultimately, again, the trees become usser. So once I take a look at the Ran again, so the Ran is in the widest lines, about three, six, about seven lines in. And once the Mishnah not told me that now the trees, since they weren't cut down, become like a carbon, I would have thought, so you know what it sounds like a little bit? It's almost like this is an asmachta. In other words, the Havamina is, I never had in mind that these trees should become carbon. The only reason I felt confident saying that the trees should become carbon is why? Is why? Because it was a big win. And I was absolutely confident that what? That the trees were going to get knocked over. So the Havamina is... That maybe such a nether shouldn't go into effect because it's so clear that I never intended for it to do so. Kamash Balan, you made it, right? So live with it. Dvarn Shabalid Inam Dvarn, like we said before, you made it, and therefore the nether goes into effect. Gemara says, but here's the problem. Vahaka Tanile Gabi Talis, the Talis Lasrefa Kaima. Shabbosay, here's the problem. The Mishnah gives two cases, right? Case number one was, case number one was if these trees don't get, if these trees aren't cut down today. Case number two is if this talus isn't burned today. So I understand the case of the trees. Ultimately, again, I'm making the nether on a day of gale force winds, right? These strong winds. So I'm, I'm making it confident it's going to get knocked down. What's the parallel case by a talus? If this talus isn't burned today, ultimately, again, it should become a carbon. I'm expecting the talus to be burned. And kegom de ika de leka. Yeah, what's we're talking about? The case is where there's a raging fire. There's a raging fire. Hachanami de ika zeke nefisha. So two of you are talking about again by the case of the trees where there's a very strong wind. Let's put this case together. So now I understand what's happening over here. So what's happening over here is I'm standing by my saplings. There is a gale force wind. I'm looking at this and I'm saying to myself, what's going to happen? Those trees are coming down. So I make a nether. And what's the nether? If these trees don't come down today, they're a carbon. And I will say, what happens? What happens? Right? The, 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 the winds change course. Winds change course. The trees remain standing. So I'll say, here we go. I would have thought, I'm say that again. It's so clear in my, what's my intention? Hey, my intention was not that these trees should become a carbon. My intention was not, why, why I'm making this statement is irrelevant. 
But the Lysa, I made it. But I made it because I felt so confident that those trees are coming down because of the gale force winds. Therefore, I would have thought that even when they don't come down, the nether should not be chal, since it is so clear that I'm only making it because I'm so confident that it's coming down. Kamash Kamash you made it. Dvarim shebalev, enam dvarim. Any qualifications you're thinking about, you're thinking about, don't really matter. And therefore, again, the nether is a binding nether. So when it turns out that those saplings don't come down on that day, in fact, they do attain carbonic status, prohibited status. And I will say, because again, it's amazing. It's amazing. Whatever you say in life, you have to live with the reality of your words. I, you didn't mean it. You didn't mean it. Or I meant something else. All we can go by is what you say. And at the end of us, an incredible muster in terms of how careful we have to be in general with measuring our words. Because even though I might think I meant something different or I had in mind something different, the world judges me, right? My relationships judge me, not on what I'm thinking, but ultimately, again, on the spoken word. Of us, we'll stop over here for today. Shkoyach.